It's time for the weekly edition of It's a Wrap, the week in review, breaking news and Bible prophecy for Saturday, September the 17th, 2022. Plus, we answer the question, are you already banned from heaven? Tonight on The Last Christian Radio Show. Welcome to The Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and I will be bringing in my co-host, Mr. T.L. Farley, in just a minute. But first of all, it's very important that you guys understand something. This show is going to be packed with news and prophecy. And you're going to see just how that prophecy is unfolding, not only here in the United States, but all around the world. And we need to prepare ourselves for the moment of the rapture. And it's going to become very, very clear. I'm also going to answer tonight that question that we posed last Thursday, that are you already banned from heaven? You might be surprised to know that you are, but you also will be delighted to hear that there's a way out of that. We're going to discuss that tonight. Now, before I actually begin all of this, I want to bring in uh, Mr. T.L. Farley and uh, Terry. We got a lot to cover. Um, I want to <laughs> I want to again thank everybody for subscribing to YouTube. We're well over thirteen hundred subscribers there. And hey. I, ask, I ask, please subscribe, like, comment. Uh, do we want you to participate on YouTube? We read every comment, so please subscribe. And also, if you'd like to be on the show, you can write us at uh, officeustreamit.net, JD Williams at ustreamit.net, or Terry Farley at any moment at att.net. You can also be a guest on the show if you like. All you got to do is ask, and we'll put you on. But, Terry, I'm going to get right back to this. Uh, very, very quickly, and we're going to start uh, with a piece of news that uh, people are going to find very, very interesting concerning the fake pandemic known as COVID-19. Let's listen to this. Maybe. I'll tell you what, I have, <laughs> I'm having nothing but technical issues today, but uh, we're not going to give up on it this time. We're going to go ahead and give this thing a shot. So here we go, fake pandemic. The world has never been in a better position to end the COVID-19 pandemic. The head of the World Health Organization said in his most optimistic outlook yet on the years-long health crisis, which has killed over 6 million people. We are not there yet, but the end is in sight, who Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus told reporters at a virtual press conference. That was the most upbeat assessment from the UN agency since it declared an international emergency in January 2020 and started describing COVID-19 as a pandemic three months later. Jason Riley reporting. The world has never been in a better position to end the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep, the world has never been in a better position to end. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, uh, technology is great as long as it works, and today it's not. Now, here's the deal. People are not wearing masks anymore. More and more people are refusing to take the shot, and guess what? The pandemic is ending. 
<laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Terry? Go ahead. Well, you're going to have to take lessons from these guys because they're turning the pandemic off and on like a faucet. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you get their technology and you're going to be rocking and rolling. I mean, you just zip, 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 zip. <laughs> exactly. You know, and the only, the only thing, yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is they need to tell the people that are out there wearing the mask that don't listen to the news. And because they're going to keep wearing that mask until Jesus shouts. Right. Right. Well, uh, and that might not be too long. Okay. Now here's the deal. <laughs> That's right. I, I've got a, I've got another piece of news for you. Do you remember the Japanese internment camps? You remember reading about yes, Jap Japanese internment camps and, and how evil that was, right? Uh, and for yeah. those that for those that are not a history buffs, uh, when World War II broke out, uh, we were at war with the Japanese, and so the United States government, a Democrat president by the name of Franklin Delano Roosevelt had yeah. all Japanese citizens rounded up and put in camps. Uh, he treated them mm -hmm. as enemies. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. uh, I want you to listen to this uh, little piece of news coming out of the great state of California. With more than 100,000 people living on California street, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a first-of-its-kind law on Wednesday that could force some of them into treatment as part of a program he describes as care, but opponents argue it's cruel. Newsom signed the Community Assistance Recovery and Empowerment Act on Wednesday. It would let family members, first responders and others ask a judge to draw up a treatment plan for someone diagnosed with certain disorders, including schizophrenia. Those who refuse could be placed under a conservatorship and ordered to comply. Wow. Okay. So um, now, uh, okay. Now that may all sound, you know, kind of benign. Okay. We're, we're going to help out homeless, oh, no. homeless oh, people and all no. that. Okay. But if they can do that to homeless people, that, okay. What, what stops them from doing it to us? Zero. Absolutely that, nothing. That's right. Christians will that's be. That's why they don't like walls. <laughs> yeah. Christians will be next. I promise you that. Christians will be yeah. next. Okay. Now, uh, here's another little piece of news. This one has to do with our economy. So let's listen to it. The August Consumer Price Index found inflation rose 8.3%, down slightly from July's reading of 8.5%, but still near a 40-year high. Falling gas prices were more than offset by higher prices of rent, food, health care, and electricity. The Federal Reserve series of interest rate hikes designed to beat back high inflation had little impact on food prices. Economists say that it's because a number of factors influence the cost of food, including the geopolitical landscape and weather. Okay, so inflation is getting worse. The economy is getting worse. Anybody that's been to a grocery store knows that they're paying more. Anybody that's been to a gas station knows that they're paying more. Uh, we have internment camps popping up. Um, there's other pandemics that are happening. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff going on in the world right now. Oh, yeah, all kinds of other stuff going on in the world. Let's take a look at that, okay? Let's listen to this report. Now, this one is out of uh, Israel. Let's, let's listen to this one. Palestinian gunmen opened fire on Israeli troops near a military checkpoint in the occupied West Bank, killing an Israeli army officer, Israel's military said. Palestinian officials said the troops killed the two gunmen. The overnight incident was the latest in a string of deadly clashes in recent months in the northern West Bank, where Israeli troops conduct nightly raids, 
Most of that fighting, including Wednesdays, has taken place near the city of Jenin, which is known as a bastion of Palestinian militants. Michael Patterson reporting. Okay, now people will probably say, okay, well, that's just, you know, that's just one little region, right? I mean, that, that's just one little spot in Israel, and we really shouldn't pay that much attention. Well, maybe, maybe not. Let's take a look at this one. What this is, is basically an anti-Western alliance, folks. It was formed in 2001. It consists of Russia, China, Pakistan, India. India is not anti-American, but unfortunately, India is aligned with these folks, although they have been at loggerheads with China. A very interesting dynamic there, to say the least. You've also got some former Soviet republics as members of this SCO. Iran also wants to join, and perhaps Turkey. Okay. Well, uh, Terry, you're making all kinds of racket in there. Uh, but anyway, uh, I want to, I want to uh, get into the next clip, and this one is also very, very important. Let's listen to it. The company Vladimir Putin keeps is, again, the worst enemies of the Christian faith in the world and the worst enemy of Israel in the world. Enough said, but back to the point, what will he do now that his back is against the wall, folks? Uh, could he be overthrown now? Could there be a coup? This is an embarrassment for Russia, obviously, the way things are going in Ukraine. Uh, what happens? He's 70 years old. He's in poor health. And my concern is that with his back against the wall, does he lash out and do something drastic? And you can put two and two together. You know where I'm going with this. Does drastic for Vladimir Putin mean using tactical nuclear weapons in Ukraine? Uh, I think we've talked about that a couple of times, don't you, Terry? Yes, we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and I told you the world was beginning to catch up with it. And, you know, oh, um, I'm, I'm beginning to think that we're getting closer and closer to that. Now, one, uh, one item of news that I didn't, uh, I don't have a news clip for, I have instead an article on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this is Illinois. The state of Illinois is passing a law that uh, some would uh, say will make history. Illinois is looking yeah. to be the first state in the United States to abolish cash bail. And the consequences of passing such a law may have many believing the state could mirror the horror movie, The Purge. In the mm -hmm. film, citizens were given 24 hours to commit all the crimes they wanted. On January the 1st of 2023, the Safe-T Act will commence in the state of Illinois. This act will get rid of cash bail system in its entirety. The name SAFETY is an acronym for safety, accountability, fairness, and equity today. Those who instated the act believe it will reduce arrest. Yeah, it'll do that. And uh, look at those put away based on crime. Yeah, it'll do that too. Now then, the, uh, the non-detainable offenses. In other words, if you commit one of these crimes, you don't have to worry about it. Okay, under under this law, mm -hmm. if you commit one of these crimes, you don't have to worry about it. Now, these include second degree murder, drug induced homicide, robbery, kidnapping, aggravated battery, burglary, intimidation, aggravated driving under the influence, fleeing and eluding drug offenses and threatening public officials. Now, um, you know, in other words, you can you can do any one of those things and you're OK in Illinois. Nobody mm -hmm. is going. Yeah. Nobody is going to care about that. What are your thoughts on this 
uh, on this new law, Gary? <clears throat> yeah, police departments across the state of Illinois are now rising up together against this potential law. Remember, it's a potential law. No, it's signed. It's signed. Yeah, it's signed. Yeah. No, no, it's signed. No, it's signed but it's going into effect January 1st. So they've still got some wiggle room and uh, let's see what happens because uh, I think there's gonna be some rising up. There are some, a lot of intelligent people in Illinois. I can't believe they're gonna let this sleeping dog lie. You well, know, I think I disagree with you. I disagree with you on intelligent people in Illinois. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that. And, <laughs> you know, and, and if, if you happen to live in Illinois, I hope you're not offended by this, but you're stupid enough <laughs> to keep to keep voting in Democrats who put this stuff together. If you would actually <laughs> vote for people that believed in the Bible, you wouldn't have this problem. So, yeah. you know, so we, yeah. we have a difference of opinion on the intelligence level of voters in Illinois, yeah. okay. So well, no, I didn't. I didn't say they were Christian. I said they were intelligent. They are lost, and you and you nailed that one. Yeah. So okay. they need Jesus, yeah. just like yeah. the rest of us. So. Yeah. Okay. Now then, for just a minute, for just a minute, I'm going to calm down. Okay. I mean, you can tell I'm hyped up today, <laughs> but for just a minute, I can I'm, say I'm, it. I'm going to calm down because I want to. Uh, I want to let people know about something that's coming up on the Last Christian podcast. Uh, this coming up Wednesday night. This is somebody that you're going to want to listen to. Uh, and I'm mm -hmm. just going to roll the interview. This is a uh, uh, just an excerpt from an interview that lasts about an hour. And um, mm -hmm. I, I think that you're going to find this very, very interesting. And uh, anyway, here we go. Dr. Don Karima. And let me tell you a little bit about Don before she gets going. She's the host of a brand new uh, radio show on the station, as well as an existing podcast called Conversations with Don Karima. Uh, her show features uplifting messages and guests from diverse backgrounds, all sharing their insights, experiences, and faith, spotlighting the blessings in life from in indigenous perspective, and I'm sure I screwed that up, Dr. <laughs> you can correct me on that in a second. She is an artist, an author, a talk show host, a media personality, as well as the winner of multiple awards, including the Global Music Award, the Native American Music Award, the Indigenous Artist Activist Award, Indigenous Music Award nominee, and the winner of the Fair Play Country Music Award. One of my absolute favorite scriptures in the Bible um, comes from at the book of Esther, and it's Esther 14, a uh, 414, I'm sorry, Esther. And in that, it simply says that perhaps for such a time as this, you were created. Amen. And that is really my testimony, that I was raised in a Christian home. I was taken to church all my life. And as a very small child, I knew that what I knew of Jesus, I wanted to follow him. I wanted to be saved as a preschooler. And then I sang my very first solo in front of a crowd. I was about four and a half. Wow. And um, that singing voice, I knew that he was going to use that. And then I spoke also. I started speaking as a young child. And, and God used that speaking voice. And so... When I think about for such a time as this, I really believe that God has given me a great privilege and a great honor to serve him all the days of my life. Right. I started serving him as a small child. And then, of course, like everyone else, I had to make the decision to be saved, to be baptized in water, to uh, 
you know, I've decided that I'm going to follow Jesus all the days of my life. And I've had to repent of my sins, ask him to forgive me and save my soul. But I'm so grateful that God loved me enough to just keep me right here with him. You know, I I thank God that I've been able to walk with Jesus my entire life. Even when I slipped and fell or tripped and wasn't doing a great job of keeping up. <laughs> uh, he was still merciful and so wonderful to keep me in his word and in his church and in the things of God. And I really want to say that to our young people, especially, that you can walk with God your whole life. That's all right. We love it when people come to God, no matter how old they are or what's going on. But, oh, if you'll walk with him, he'll keep you out of so many heartbreaks. He'll keep you out of so many disappointments. If you'll just start your walk as a young person and keep on walking with Jesus, Oh, your life will be far better than you ever dreamed. When I graduated from college, I went to work at what I'll call a certain news network. Mm. <laughs> and you can figure out which one. Right. And I put together stories and I did research and I really wanted to go into the news business. And I had worked very hard on a particular story and it was coming on. And my grandmother was watching it with me. And I was so excited. Oh, here it goes. Here's my story. And when it was over, she simply said, I believe there's way more good people in the world than there are bad. Right. But the bad just get more publicity. And I said to her, not on my show. <laughs> well, I have a show. <laughs> not yet. But I believe that the Holy Spirit was speaking something into my spirit. He was literally giving me a vision for that show. And great things happened, marvelous things happened. I got to write books, and uh, I got to get my additional degrees, and just wonderful things happened. But then a few years later, I had the opportunity to start a show at Native Voice One. God brought back to me that idea of having a show. And I called the uh, cousin of my best friend who was involved in native media. And she said, wow, you're just in time because a brand new native network is starting, Native Voice One. And I called them and we got a show right away on there. And then it began to blossom. NPR stations started picking up the show. And then we ended up with a worldwide syndicated distributor. And now here we are with Revelation Radio. And it just seems like God has been opening more and more doors for a conversation with Don Farima. Everything in life that is good, every miracle, every blessing, every achievement, every accomplishment, every relationship, every good thing, even our relationship with Jesus Christ, even our salvation, begins with a conversation. Amen. Uh, you know, the entire interview is an hour long, dearie. And mm. uh, I do uh, hope that people will tune into that. You'll find it at www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net. That runs Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. You can find it on any of the major podcasting networks. But you could hear the emotion in her voice, Terry. At some points mm, there, because um, she is so full of the Holy Spirit, and mm. you know, uh, she's also going to educate a lot of people, as she uh, educated me about the 
here was here's that word indigenous indigenous yeah and i don't i don't want you don't don't spoil it terry for everybody but she she um actually educated me as to what that means because i always equated it to just (laughs) native americans uh you know the indian population and she educated me on that and for for those Mm -hmm. of you that don't understand that tune in and you're going to figure it out but you know she did Mm -hmm. um she also made some statements there that one of the reasons why I rushed this podcast, because usually mm-hmm. it takes about a month for somebody to see their podcast come out. But, um, yeah. you know, one of the reasons that I rushed it was because I knew what this show was going to be about. And yeah. that is, are you banned from heaven? You know, is there, is mm-hmm. there, are you already banned from heaven? And the answer is going to surprise probably 99% of our audience when I say, yes, you are. When you are, when you're born, when you are born, the moment that you are born, you are actually mm-hmm. banned from heaven. Now that's the bad news, but mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that point by putting this up on screen real quick. Okay, I want y'all to see this. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now that comes from John 3.18. I think we're all familiar with John Mm 3.16. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what that says is that unless uh, unless you believe in Jesus Christ, unless you have accepted Him as your Savior, you are condemned already. Your, com- your comments, Mr. Farley? Yeah. Um, well, technically speaking, uh, when we're born, uh, David's uh, son died uh, in childbirth uh, with Bathsheba because of his sin. Um, but David said, uh, I, uh, he cannot come back to me, but I can go to him. Right. So we know that there is, there is a grace period at the beginning of life. Uh, however, when a child gets old enough to understand sin uh, is when that changes. And everyone from that point on is uh, liable for their sins, which Jesus paid for on the cross. So there isn't any sin that anyone is going to commit that hasn't already been paid for by Jesus. And all they've got to do is call on him and they will be saved. If they call him, Jesus, forgive me of my sin, save me, they will. he will do it. He has promised it, it's in his word, and there's no problem. But you're absolutely right. Until they pray that, they pray that prayer, uh, they're already condemned, already. Jesus said it himself. Right. And we had discussed uh, before in a previous show the age of uh, age of knowledge, what, whatever you want to call it, I, accountability, I, accountability. Right. Yeah, we we had already discussed that, and you know that's a case by case. Don't count on it. You know, yeah. if uh, somebody yeah. that's six years old may be uh, accountable, somebody that's six years old may not be accountable, and you can that's you can, right. You can put that uh, on any age, and the Bible is not specific about that. But, yes, but that's once, right. uh, basically, once you know the difference between right and wrong, and once you have uh, some kind of knowledge of God, um, then you better make a, you better make the right choice. And that's right, uh, Joel. You got. Let me jump in just one second. You, you got you about one second. Go ahead. If you can understand what Joel's saying, you're in the group. You you better start praying. Amen. Thank you, Joel. Amen. No, no problem, Terry. Uh, we're we're already down to about two and a half. That's the reason I told you that. Um, okay. So uh, anyway, 
that's the answer to the question, are you already banned from heaven? Yes, you are, until you accept Jesus Christ, your Savior. And the purpose of the Amen. last Christian radio show is to locate that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture of the church, which we contend is imminent. And we look yes. at that, everything that's going on in the world, you heard all the news. So if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, your Savior, please do so. All you've got to do is ask God for forgiveness of your sins, Tell him that you know Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, that he spent three days in the tomb, that he rose from the dead on that third day, that he was seen by hundreds of people, that he promised his church he would be back to claim his church Amen. in the earth before the great tribulation began. Amen. He then ascended to heaven to be with the Father. And guess what? The days are... Time, time is running out, Terry. Time is coming really, really short. Uh, now, Terry yeah. has a book on it. It's called... Um, Blast off for PMR. It is in its fifth edition, and he also has a uh, a show on RevelationRadio.net every Sunday evening mm -hmm. at 7:30 p.m. called "From the Eye of the Storm," and he goes into a lot of detail here. But uh, Terry, mm -hmm. your book "Blast Off for PMR," of course. Now that one, uh, it really breaks it all down. It gives people an idea to where they can go to in the Bible. If they read your book and then they go mm -hmm. to the Bible, they can see the actual verses. You quote them. 25 mm -hmm. different yeah. Bible versions, over 1,350 mm -hmm. different scriptures. Um, I mm -hmm. strongly encourage it. Now, coming up on Tuesday, if we have a Tuesday, Terry, there is going to be another right. edition of the uh, Rapture Alert. And what we do mm -hmm. on that show is we don't pick days and times, but we tell mm -hmm. you What's happening in the world right now, just as we did today, we, we provide for you a lot of information as what is happening. We combine, we, we put that in context of Bible scripture. And we're going to be looking again at Ezekiel 38. We're going to be looking at Isaiah 17. We're going to be putting it all together if we have a Tuesday because everything yes. is in place for rapture right now. Now, this has been Amen. a very unusual edition of our radio show because I haven't let Terry talk. And Terry, <laughs> I, I promise you, I promise you, Terry Farley, that you can talk on Tuesday if you're lucky enough that we have a Tuesday, okay? But until then, Amen. everybody, until then, good night and God bless. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.